Y'all, hormones, it's impossible not to have them. There's over 1,000 hormone disruptors in our food, our water, the air, the clothes, the skin care, the dryer sheets, everything, child, is a scam. To the hormones, okay? Plus, we have natural hormonal changes that our bodies go through. Like, what's going on with my body? Like, I am now in my 30s and my skin is acting like a teenager. What is going on with the hormones? Which is why I love Hormone Harmony. It contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Okay, so adaptogens help the body adapt to stressors like chaotic hormonal changes. It's perfect for women struggling with PMS, menopause, and more, honey. Y'all know I work hella jobs. Hormone Harmony has really helped me like regulate, especially like sleep and just relaxation and calming down and not panicking as much. They've got 17,000 reviews, so you don't even have to listen to me, but get into it. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire order at hormonemammoth.com. Just use the code goddess at checkout. House of the Dragon is back for season two, and so is the official Game of Thrones podcast. After the death of the king, the realm is split in two, and the royal line of secession is called into question. Join hosts Greta Johnson and Jason Concepcion as they go behind the scenes with the show's cast and crew to unpack who deserves to sit on the Iron Throne. Guests this season include a medieval consultant who unpacks what it would really be like to live in Westeros, the sound designer responsible for the dragon sound effects, showrunner Ryan Cundall, who speaks to the mistakes both sides made in season one, and who you should pay close attention to in season two, along with some of your favorite cast members. First, Jason and Greta recap season one, then they'll unpack season two after each episode airs on Max. Watch the HBO series House of the Dragon, streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Game of Thrones podcast on Max wherever you get your podcasts. What is poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, here with another installment of Scam Goddess, the show that celebrates robbery, fraud, boondockling, bamboozling, hoodwinking. Y'all know we love it all for the most part. Sometimes people are nasty. Guys, I'm so excited for today's guest. Oh my God, I said it. I said it before you did. Oh my God, I'm so what? Yeah, this is the cheat sheet. Y'all got the cheat sheet. Now college admission version, like where everybody's cheating. Yes, excited. I'm thrilled. I'm hype, dare I say, for these guests. And you know, congregation, that's because y'all have been bullying me. Y'all have been tweeting me, texting me. Hello? Hey, bitch, can you get these guests on that we asked for? You know, um, I don't know who empowered you to be this demanding. I guess it's me. But I listen to y'all because y'all are right most of the time. Guys, today we have the creators and co-hosts of the True Crime Obsessed podcast, Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavalli. On their show, they hilariously recap your favorite true crime documentaries. Now, Patrick is the founder of the Obsessed Network, which I know you girls are obsessed because y'all would not stop telling me to get them on this show. <laughs> Also, Jillian created the Hamilcast, a Hamilton podcast. So if you want all things in the Lin-Manuel Miranda Hamilton universe, please check it out. Congregation, please welcome Patrick and Jillian to the show. 
Lacey, can you, I will pay you. Can you be my alarm clock? I need this kind of energy. Thank yes, you so girl. much for having us. That's part of waking one, up. Scams. Yes. Yes. Lacey Watching you in do my this cup. in real life is like the greatest. It's like, the, it's a, the, the best thing to happen in my day. You know, I mean, we like flawless. to give people their flowers when they hear, honey. Give you your eulogy yeah. while you're breathing, okay? I'm trying to go to my own funeral so I can see what's popping. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Of course. I'll be peeking we, through the casket like, yeah, it would be crying. the ultimate episode of Scam Goddess if you scammed everybody in your life and faked your own death. Yes. Yes. Although I, I have to say, I don't appreciate the bullying. We don't we don't <laughs> condone any of that. Everybody be nice, especially to Lacey of all people. They're exactly. friendly bullies. They're friendly bullies yeah. for the most part. Look, I have to tell you, my best friend Ashley is like beside herself that I'm here. We're all very big fans, but Ashley's like, tell her I love her. I'm a member of the congregation. So Ashley yes. is obsessed with you. Hey, Ashley, look at you scamming me getting free shout outs for your friends. Hey, right? Ashley. You're like, like, Ashley it? also has a small business where she sells candles. Um. <laughs> She's a New York wanna, City school teacher. I want to be a member of the congregation. Yes, How about that? Yes, there yeah. is a seg- there's there's a segment for that. We do love yes. we do love our gays. Uh, you know, I'm a good Christian gay. Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. But <laughs> I'm so happy you guys are here. Like I was saying to y'all before we started the podcast, it was so funny because um, we people were tweeting at us and then I'd say, oh, Patrick, like, oh, yeah, I'd love for you to come on the show on Twitter. And then I felt so bad because y'all DM'd me a video and it was so yes. cute. But I did not <laughs> check my DMs like that on Twitter. Um, and guys, if you DM me on my Scam Goddess page, I will try to respond as many as I can. I try to repost over there. If you DM my personal page and I want to <laughs> respond, I'm just letting y'all know, like, Please don't be opening the floodgates because every time I repost something on my main page, people be like, all righty now, sis, let's start. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know, I had a sandwich today. Like, they be hit me up every single day. I'm like, y'all, I'm not trying to hide y'all or like block it. Like, I want to talk to y'all, but like, it can't be every day now. Like, when I open the door, you can't be like, okay, so we cousins. Bet. Like, you know, like, just take the repost, you know, like, come on now. But that doesn't apply to me, right? You and I are officially best friends now. Yes, yes. You can send me videos anytime you want. And okay. I did send a video back. I was just late yes. and I felt bad. I was going to say, Lacey, you have to tell the listeners that you responded because it just makes us. I never responded. And I was like, what the hell are they doing on the podcast, guys? Judith, who booked them? Who booked them? Oh, my God. We were, as soon as we sent that video, I was I was just assuming you were just waiting by your phone to receive mm-hmm. a video message from us. Sure. So I was like refreshing every 30 seconds. And then after like two days of that, I was like, oh, God, we blew it. Oh, God, we had a chance to be friends and we blew it. (laughs) We were coming to terms with it. We we were like, okay, it's over. We level jumped. It's fine. We totally get it. We're not for everyone. We totally understand. (laughs) And the minute we really were okay with that and in peace with that, you came along and saved the day. Damn, so, I love that I fuckboyed y'all. I love that I fuckboyed totally. y'all. It's like you send a fuckboy text and you're like, damn it, he didn't respond. Oh my God, okay, maybe he got hit by a bus. Like, it's cool, it's cool. Maybe maybe he got T-Mobile. Like, they, maybe he didn't go in. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I start, and then I start rationalizing and then I get to the point where I'm like, you know, I hated him anyway. I hated, I hated her. Like, you know, I ain't even like her. I can't even believe I did that shit. If she responded, I'd be like, that was an accident. That show anyway. Right, I'm about to text again and be like, oops, that wasn't for you. My other friend, Lacey, we sent it to you by accident. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I love this for us. So (laughs) I do have to ask you guys, and um, either of you can start, doesn't matter. What is your relationship with scams? Like, have you been scammed? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Do you like scammers? Like, how do you feel? It could be anything. You can tell me about a scam, anything. 
Oh, I got my identity stolen. Ooh, oh, okay. Cute, cute. Super cute. Um, I was like a single 22, 23-year-old living here in New York City, born and raised. But um, I started getting all these bills in the mail from like <gasps> Baby Gap and the Children's Place. Now, I am not a mother by choice. I don't want kids not into it. So, and yeah, I was like- a choice. Right, like, and I was like a single 22-year-old. So I'm getting these bills in the mail from the Children's Place and all of these like children's stores for like, this is a 1000% true story. And they used my social security number and they went in personally because they were like on the video. So in the on the surveillance camera, um, they went into these stores and opened credit cards in my name in these stores Yay. and Chase, my bank, t- I was like, I got to tell you, I knew exactly where, like the dates I had alibis for them. I was like, I was at this party. I was at this show. <laughs> like that wasn't me. But I was also like, you I didn't like, photos and shit with today's newspaper. Right. You I was like, like what? I wasn't there. But then my real alibi was just myself because I was like single 22, don't want kids, never will. Don't try to change my mind. And they were like, oh yeah, you totally did not go to the children's place in New Jersey and at the mall and spend like $800. So they ran it up. I love that they also went to bougie ass places for their kids. Obviously this must be a parent. They was like, okay, now that we got the coins, let's go to Oshkosh Bagosh. Like y'all couldn't go down to the Goodwill. Y'all couldn't go to... What's that? Uh, uh, Aeropostale, the bootleg Aeropostale? Yeah. Like, y'all gotta go to the good shit? They was like, we going to Baby Gucci. And we getting, yeah. we getting little Stefan some loafers. Like, what? what? <laughs> little Stefan. Oh, my God. I have never been scammed, and I am so dumb. I really can't believe that I've never been scammed. But I would really, like, I would relish the opportunity to hire a private investigator. Like, I want a reason to hire a PI and really, like, find out some shit about somebody. Girl, what do you mean? You know I'm an excellent Googler. I will, I I am here for you. (laughs) And Patrick, you can say you haven't been scammed, but if I'm correct, you do date men. Correct? Yes. Yeah. I'm married so to you, one. Yes. So, yes. So you are, that is a scam. Men are a scam. <laughs> now, gay men a little you know, less, but, yeah. but still. Or a little more. I mean, I mean, especially when it comes to like <laughs> attributes that people <laughs> say that they have on the, but like, I gotta tell you, Julian can vouch for me. My husband, Steve, who, by the way, is a huge fan of yours, oh, he was thanks. the one that, like, a while ago was like, you gotta check out Scam. Gotta, Steve is obsessed <laughs> with you. My husband is the most, like, like, He's the least scammy scammer person possible. Somehow yeah. I ended up with a very, like, just honest to goodness, good person. <laughs> well, also, you have a seven-year-old and Daisy scams you on the daily because she yes. will she will throw a tantrum. And then the minute she gets what she wants, it's all puppies and rainbows. So she scams daughter- you daily. She is a total savage, especially when it comes to washing her hair. That's the biggest scam. Like, she will literally, like, I, I guess I have been scammed, Lacey. When yeah, you have a child. The They're unemployed. Yeah. They take your right. things. They yeah. literally come into the world booty naked, and all of a sudden yeah. they have a room and stuff. <laughs> it's from the children's place. <laughs> Furnished <laughs> from the children's place. <laughs> She hates washing her hair so much that when I leave the bathroom, she will put actual shampoo in the water. And then when I like, and then, and do the, like the thing with her hands to make it bubbly. And then I'll come back in and she'll pretend that she washed her hair. Well, like you're not going to notice, like you can't tell when hair is unwashed. I I will say like, there's an age range. I think it is like seven, eight, where I distinctly remember, like I didn't want to get in the shower and I don't know why. Yep. I remember I would run the shower water and one time 
I felt like I was a little bit of a dirt. It was just seven and eight, guys. I'm clean. I wash my legs. I'm black, okay? I have a dry brush. I have several different soaps for all of my different orifices. Don't try to drag yeah. me, okay? <laughs> I have a black mama who I would get in trouble if I smell like outside. Like, she did not play that shit. So if I was musty after I came off from school, she was like, uh-uh, why are you musty? Like, I would get in trouble. She'd be like, go to your room. I can't believe you came in here stanking after playing out on the playground. This is, I'm, I'm so upset with you. Like, black, oh my parents, God. black mamas don't play that shit. They'll smell all up under your arms. I know you ain't washed today. You just put some deodorant over the other deodorant. I kill you. Like, so one time I went into the oh, bathroom God. and I turned the water on like I was showering and then I sat on the toilet. Tell me why I fell asleep on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> my father came in because obviously I've been in the shower for too long. She was like, oh, this is a little bitch dead in here. So she comes in and she sees me asleep on the toilet. I got in so much trouble, but I really feel like she wanted to laugh. It's like, what the fuck? No, she didn't. I was just like knocked out like. <laughs> I, I tried to do the, um, when I was like, oh, I'm sick sick I can't go to school today I tried to do the thing where you put the thermometer next to the lamp and oh it would God. say that you had like 102 fever but it didn't change it was 98.6 and I was like put, pressing it onto the light bulb and it never changed temperature and I was like fuck I, gotta I thought go it was gonna today. get too hot then she was gonna come in and be like uh your temperature is 500 degrees are you <laughs> like shipped off to the hospital but no it just didn't work at all so that's bullshit Thanks a lot, movies. Oh you taught me nothing. You guys, I was such a good, nerdy kid. Like, I just never broke a rule in my life. Oh, my God. I live, I live in fear of getting yelled at. Like, I just remember, like, when we would be in math class and the kids would be, like, messing around too much. I'm like, she's going to yell. Just everyone stop it. Like, she's going to yell. Everyone stop it. Oh, my God. I was, like, and I got suspended because I plagiarized <gasps> the paper in high school. So, and the only reason they caught me is because this other person who's like an absolute piece of shit, different podcast, time and place, <laughs> uh, he plagiarized the same paper. Damn. And so we got caught. But I was oh. undiagnosed ADHD. So I was being scammed myself by my neurological uh -huh. situation. What was I, I supposed to do? Like suspension is a little extra. Like, clearly, yeah. if you are stealing <laughs> yeah. papers, you need education. So I just feel like maybe like an in-school suspension. I, I mean, agree. I they're giving you consequences because in college, you can get kicked out of school for that shit. But totally. it's like... That, that's a little extra. Like, look, I obviously need help with learning. How y'all go tell me to go I home agree. and not learn? <laughs> and so I was, I was on student government. This is so stupid. I was, Ashley was actually the president and I was, I was female. Too. I was female social representative. Asked me, I planned the dances or I was supposed I to because this happened very early on. I got kicked off student government. They Damn. like really made an example out of me. But my boyfriend at the time tried to make it. He wanted to make flyers and it was like a witch hunt. And I was like, dude, I did it. Like I lied on this paper like don't act like they're coming for me like they're coming for me hard but I cheated so like yeah, but they're coming a little too hard it's like who would have really known you had cheated other than the administrators like we could have like, kept this hush down. Like, let's act like I'm a real president sweep this under the rug and, bro and the guy the teacher who was like in charge of student government literally fought they were they were like we had to count the votes for the other girl just to prove like I won in a landslide and so they were like we kind of would love to have her like can you like it's a punishment enough to be on student government you have to go to the stupid right. meetings like it's all you're such a doing nightmare. is working so other people can have fun like that was right? my whole job was like so it's like okay i'll stay home from school for two days and then i don't have to go to your stupid meetings have fun at your lame dances you <laughs> losers right no that's fucked up fuck them can for that Right. Can we zoom in on the boyfriend who wanted to make flyers about it being a witch hunt uh, i was what? like i did it 
I no, he's not a witch hunt. You. you should still be with him because he was down for you. He was like, uh-uh, I'm going to FedEx can go right now, girl. I got you. Like, we ain't going to look. This is an injustice. Yeah, he, I know. He wasn't I wrong. feel like, yeah, I feel like my, yeah, my husband now is the greatest guy ever. But yeah. Yeah, he had my back, that dude, in high school. We're gonna, sure. You know what we're going to do? We're going to make flyers and we're going to hand them out. This is a witch hunt. I was like, can you not make this worse, please? Please. No. <laughs> Look, he was trying to get you some social mobility. This was before Twitter, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, like, you know, he couldn't get on Twitter and help you out, Get you know, be like, Twitter, do your thing. So he was like, one person Twitter. He was like, I'm going to get the word out. I'm Lacey, like, that's the know. nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. It was before Twitter, I think. Yes, I am actually 19 years old. Thank you so much. That is very kind. I can't assume. I mean, you over here looking all youthful and whatnot. You got some color hair. Like, you could be Gen Z. I don't know. Back at you. You know? Like, you got the you know the hair popping and everything. So, I, I'm not sure. But that's my big scam. Purple hair. Everyone thinks I'm a teenager. Totally. That's so funny that they kicked you off, though, because I got in school suspension when I was student body president and class president. Maybe that's why they made me give one up. And, um, <laughs> but um, I got it because I was running for office. Oh, you know what? That's probably why I didn't get kicked off, because I was running for office against this sociopath who was like a football <laughs> player and like, he was so cool. But I knew he was crazy. Like, I, you know, you just can tell people are crazy. Yeah. Like, I knew he was a little crazy but like would pretend to be nice and um this guy was bothering me like he was harassing me he was like defacing <gasps> my little campaign posters that I had stayed I, I'm like bitch I went to Joanne's Fabrics how dare you <laughs> like and so he was following me around the cafeteria once like bothering me and I turned around and I was like fuck off and <laughs> and one of the vice bitch ass principals heard me and then made me go to in school suspension and they were trying to kick me off the church it was just like they was hating because I was black and I was popping and everybody was white at my school and I was like I'm so sorry that I'm excellence, but y'all should just try harder. <laughs> I Bullshit. cannot imagine, like, I lived in fear of, like, an in-school suspension. I was like, that, for some reason, I'm the kid that the, like, the Just Say No campaign worked on me so much that I <laughs> was afraid that when I went to high school, somebody was, Julian, you know this story. I do. That somebody was going to hold me down and inject me with cocaine. I actually, that was like, a real force you to snort. I love how you think that people would be giving you their expensive-ass cocaine, <laughs> like, for free. Unwillingly. I know. I had this picture of being like wrestled into a bathroom and held down and injected with cocaine. That's how scared I was of like doing anything wrong. Quote, Listen, that is so terrifying. You, I'm sure that dare lion is somewhere like, you know what? At least I still got Patrick. He was the only one. He was the only one who had really totally. listened to me when I said say no. Everybody else was like, we'll say no right now. And then maybe later. You know, I know, I know. Unfortunately, oh God, just... they made weed look too cool. I remember them commercials where they would smoke a one weed and then they like go like one dimensional into the couch and they'd be like, Johnny doesn't do anything. He won't even play with his little sister because he's on the weed. And I was like, the weed look kind of fun. I'm gonna become a one dimensional character and just sit on my couch and watch TV. This sounds this was lit. I was like, this commercial's oh not doing the right thing. What's if, the problem here? I had friends whose parents smoked <clears throat> smoked weed after they went to bed when I was in high school. And I remember thinking that they like they should be taken away by child protective services and they were living in like in a bad home. <laughs> I was this is the kind of person I was, you guys. I, I think it was though. past tense. What are you talking about? I think you're, I think she's still here, alive and well. You still I will <laughs> tell you, my friend and I did, we were in Seattle and we did we did the pot. Um, Because you can buy it at dispensaries there. And I did 20 milligrams of pot and I was out of my mind. Oh, yeah. You can't do 20. Not like that's that's too for your first time. Yeah. Why? My first time. No, no, no. It wasn't my first time, but it was like 
I, I've done the pot like like 15 times in my life. I love putting an article in front of it. It's very totally. uh, something that black people do. Uh, we love to season <laughs> things. The the pot. Um, totally. <laughs> like we love a seasoning. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I got it's a school suspension, but I still won the election. But they was trying to hate on me. So I, I completely understand where you're coming from, Jillian. I feel your pain. You <laughs> know, I you. I too have been had my character assassinated by the school press. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm right there with you. But guys, let's get well, into thanks. our first segment here. This is how you know I fuck with them because everybody knows <laughs> the beginning of the show is going to be long as fuck if we are just talking and having a good time. But we'll get Love to the scam because there's some people who listen to this podcast and are like, get on with it. But most people know like it's going to be this and they're fine yeah. with it. So it's cool. I do sometimes get comments that are just like, oh, well, she's she's laughing at her own jokes and she's laughing so much and <laughs> oh, she's not even talking about the scam and, and you know, they prattling along. and I'm like, bro, this is not the typical true crime. I'm not Sarah Koenig. I'm no, <laughs> exactly. You guys want me to talk like this and make everything sound like NPR? Which oh I do God, do Sarah. NPR. I love NPR. Sarah? That's how my husband discovered you. You do that. Wait, wait, don't tell me. And he's yes. obsessed with that. And I sound like a white lady on there. Uh, that's do my you? scam. <laughs> it's very different than this. And people have called me on it. They were like, I yeah. heard you on NPR. And I was like, who the, who the fuck is this? I'm on there like, yes, guys. Let's review. <laughs> What are we talking about I, with the NASA scientists today? <laughs> wait, 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 don't tell me is that show that I think I hate until he makes me listen to it. And then I'm like, oh, this is funny. It's cute. It's cute and it's safe. It's family friendly. I'll be telling people, don't be listening. Like, if you listen to this with your kids, although yeah. I do want you to listen to it with your kids, have them listen on a separate device so I can get extra streams. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, gosh, there's the cutest baby who sings my theme song. Maybe I'll repost it soon because I haven't posted it in a while, but she's so cute. And I was like, uh, nah, sis, this is cute <laughs> and your baby is beautiful. But you got your, lady, your, your little baby listening to me talking about booty holes and cussing? <laughs> Love that for me. Love that for your baby. That's my baby now. <laughs> cutest baby uh, uh, but let's get into it our first segment here what's hot and fraud this is where we warn listeners about scams that are popping on the streets but more often than not these days we get a letter from you guys as always snitch on your fam- friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what fuck up your bag amen okay um so we have a letter i need a fake name from one of you guys uh we don't care about gender brenda that- Brenda, Brenda's got a baby. It's, it's, uh, it's actually Brenda Chardonnay. She goes by her first and last name. <laughs> right. Brenda Chardonnay. Love that for her class. Her middle name is Buttery. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Brenda Buttery Chardonnay. Okay. I do Occasionally, I do love a Buttery Chardonnay, like with a fish oh, or like a dessert. It's my Th- favorite. There's no bigger scam on earth than Buttery Chardonnay. <laughs> it always tastes warm. You can I, have 10 ice cubes in it. It always feels and tastes warm. I don't get it. It's my favorite. I want it. I want, I want it 24 hours a day. Blech. Every now and then, because I'm a steel barrel girl myself. I'm oh, a, yeah, yeah. My, my bougie-ness. Because um, <laughs> I actually will ask people where wines are from at restaurants, and I actually know what that means taste-wise. I don't even do it to be bougie. I used to wait tables. But I do yeah. feel like a dick when I'm like, where is it from? Or also oysters. I do not eat. Yeah. I only eat kunamono oysters, oysters from Washington, um, oysters from Hawaii. Um, I'm an East Coast oysters girl. And a Seattle so oyster. Upset. Yeah, well, Washington, yeah. But I, I like the... I like the, give me like the, the, like the oysters from the Cape Cod. 
Yeah, I can fuck with those too. But them big ass oysters, if somebody's like, we got dollar oysters, bitch, I'm not eating that. Okay? No. <laughs> no. That oyster, that oyster is literally like getting biodiesel fuel in it every day. <laughs> like, y'all need it's to be washing like, them oysters with Don, like the ducks. Cause like, them oysters yep. just nasty. Okay? It's all about the sauces anyway. Like, give me the horseradish and the mignonette a sauce. A mignonette? Like give me a vinegar. champagne mignonette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Champagne mignonette. Mm-hmm. Give me a horseradish. Wait, is it too yeah. late to change the lady's name to champagne mignonette? No, it's not. No. <laughs> champagne Mignonette. Love it. Love it. So Champagne Mignonette says, you know I love you, girl. I guess I do, Champagne. Big fan of the pod. I'm here for a submission for what's hot and fried. All right. I live in Vancouver, Canada. Today, I'm pretty sure I was scammed by my dentist, and I'm not sure how to feel about it. Here's how it went. So I went to see my dentist for a routine checkup. I floss every day. I go to regular appointments every six months, like most folks. Okay, come on, mouth. What'd that mouth do? You better have a clean-ass mouth. She said, I'll be in my mouth every day. I put Tide in it, Gain, Febreze. I put fabric softener in my mouth. The bitch is clean. Okay? Love it. So usually, a regular cleaning and exam takes more, no more than an hour, and I was able to get everything done. X-rays, exams, cleaning, fluoride, etc. But today, something strange happened. Ooh, that's something Ooh. strange. For a piece of change. <laughs> My dental hygienist was doing her thing and she finished cleaning the bottom half of my teeth and she moved on to the top half. She cleaned maybe three of my top teeth and decided to call it quits. She told me I have to come back for another appointment the next week to finish the top half. She was also emphasizing that visiting every six months is not enough and told me that everyone should visit the dentist every three months for a cleaning. So... I'm going to stop there. I do have friends who go every three months, and I think I'm going to start going every three months because I was trifling. Uh, I will share. I think I might have already shared this, so I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I can't remember. But um, I got a new dentist. And obviously, when the pandemic happened, I was not trying to have my mouth open in front of strangers. That just right. felt no. very dangerous. I've never gotten COVID, knock on wood. Um, yeah. And if I get COVID, like, they'll be like, hey, girl, <laughs> jobs. <laughs> like, don't come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like if I got COVID, because I get tested every day at work, they throw a bag over my head and throw me into a van. You know, and be like, get her out of here. Get that nasty bitch out of here. Like, you know? Um, yeah. And so I understand, like, I didn't want to go. So then when COVID kind of like, I got vaccinated, everything was getting a little bit more chill. I was like, okay, let me set up these dental appointments because your girl's down bad. I had one tooth that was hurting real bad. I had one tooth Uh, that, like, if I ate anything sweet and I didn't brush right after, it would be like, hey, girl. Like, just like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. It's me. Your nerves. (laughs) (laughs) We turn up. I have terrible teeth. I've had the worst, like, teeth problems my whole entire life. But when I was, like, younger and I didn't have health insurance, I had one tooth that hurt so bad. I was literally grinding up um, like Advil and rubbing it directly <gasps> onto the tooth. Does it that was work? That bad. Yeah, it did. I mean, like it, it worked, but it made it worse because then, like you, I didn't get, I like couldn't afford the root canal or whatever, mm-hmm. and then so like it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse until I ended up in the emergency room at <gasps> Bellevue, oh the emer- my Bellevue Hospital in New York. They have like an emergency dental area, and I'll never forget the the dentist numbing my mouth putting his foot up on the chair and ripping the tooth out of my mouth and hearing all of the oh! cracking and breaking. <laughs> he Damn! Put his, he had to oh brace my... his foot on the chair to rip the tooth out. I feel like that. I feel like, I feel like he's not supposed to do that. 
I'm horrified by this. I know. I know. I'll tell you, it didn't hurt, though. Like, he he did a good job. Oh. He numbed me up, and it didn't hurt. But, like, just the hearing of that sound, oh, I'll never forget it. it and I asked you what year this was because I lived across the street. I used to live on 29th and 1st across I mean, from Bellevue. It, it would have been 15 years ago, so Did I can't do the Did he work math. at Bellevue? Because I just feel mm-hmm. as though that was giving, like... He's like the dentist from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> How he bracing himself? He got one leg on the wall. He got one... And then he got two hands say, on the pliers. I was going to say I two hands. I can picture it. I can see it. Like, oh, God, it's called it was an so bad. Not like a... You're not supposed to rip... This is not the jaws of life, bitch. I ain't got a car accident. What the hell? But then years later, I went to a fancy dentist for another procedure, and she gave me that um, the laughing gas that they give you, and she gave me so much. I was so fucked up, and I remember my eyes were closed, and I felt myself starting to, like, drift away, because, you know, you you don't go to sleep with that. That just, like, makes you happy, and I remember being so fucked up on laughing gas and saying the words... I have to stay alive for Daisy. I have to stay alive. For, that's oh my, my daughter. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to be seeing God when you go to the dentist. You're not supposed to be like, hey, Seuss, is that you? In the chocolates? You're not supposed I to know. see him when you go to the dentist. I know. But when, fancy when, dentists, sometimes they'll run it up. If they're like, oh, you got insurance? Okay, bet. <laughs> so we actually going to give you some anesthesia and some laughing gas. And we're going to numb the area. And also, like, would you like a boob job? And it's like, hey, y'all just had no shit. Like, what? And I'm like, yes to all. I'm they looked at your insurance and they said, PPO. I know. And put the ski, ski mask on. And was like, run it up. Um, I do want to say, though, a little scam, which, uh, okay, only if you're in dire straits, guys. If there's universities, schools, dental schools in your area, you can sign up and you should do it preemptively to have dentists who are in DDS school and they'll clean your teeth for you. They'll like fix, they'll do root canals for free, all this stuff for free. Sometimes it's like a a menial charge that they'll charge, but it's way, way, way cheaper if you do not have insurance to go to look up your local colleges. Try to find the best one though. NYU Dental School, they have that here in New York. I've no, heard of doing that for haircuts, and that's oh, yeah. scary enough. But like a dentist, the last time I had like a big dental thing, it was my wisdom teeth getting taken out a thousand years ago, and they were like impacted and upside down and all this crazy stuff. But they like they knocked me out, so there was like a needle in my arm for the anesthesia. And apparently, when pe- when kids are like teenagers, this is a thing that happened, or maybe this was yet another scam, and I didn't realize it. I woke up with track marks all over my arm because the dentist was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People your age, when they're under, they rip out, like, without, like, unconsciously rip out the needles in the arm. I got that this happened when I was, I was incredibly underweight at the time, like, scary skinny. In the middle of the summer, so no long sleeves, walking around with track marks on both (gasps) my arms because of my fucking wisdom teeth. Now, wait a minute. Both your arms, they had needles in both your arms? Well, because I kept ripping it out. And so they would try the other arm and then I would rip it out like as I was under. And I'm like, is this real or could you just not find a vein? Like, what's happening here? I feel like somebody couldn't find a vein. And then when you woke up, because they was like, oh, hey, girl. Yeah. So sometimes when teenagers come in. (laughs) And they blame uh, it on me? They be be bleeding out of their neck. Cause um, <laughs> you know that, that it's just something that it's not cause somebody dropped a scalpel. It's literally cause right. like sometimes yeah. when you are youthful, you, your neck get a cut and you start bleeding out of it. It's not us though. Okay, I'm a teenager. I was blamed a lot when I was a teenager. Now that I'm thinking about it, 
Bro, I really feel like, especially as young women in medical practices, like I was telling my homegirl the other day, I lived in London for a little bit and I wanted to go to Spain because I speak Spanish. I love Spanish. Yeah, tu sabes. But I couldn't go because my mom was like, no, you are accident prone. Like my family calls me Lucille Ball because I'm always doing something (laughs) fucked up and being like, ooh. Um, (laughs) I put diesel fuel in my mom's car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I went home from college once. And, like, it was so dumb because I went to the gas station and I pulled the green <laughs> nozzle and then it didn't fit in the hole. But I was like, I ain't pump gas in a while because my dad would pump all of our gas. <laughs> and um, so I was like, I'm going to just make it fit. I, mean, I know how this works. And then the car started being like, pop, pop, pop. And I was like, hmm, curious. <laughs> so, like, I, took, I took it home and was like, hey, y'all, it's crazy. I went to get gas before I went to my friend's house. And, um... Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know what happened to the car. I, they were like, what did you do? And I was like, yeah, I just put the little green one in there like you're supposed to. They were like, Lacey. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Oh, my God. So, so but you, know, you can use the dentist at the universities if you, but I will say this about dentistry. And if you're a DDS, like, I'm so sorry because, you know, I'd be shady towards y'all. I swear to God, they be letting anybody have a DDS. You yeah. got to look at reviews. You really got to check because it'd be people in here just drilling on your nerve like Bob the Builder have I was crying and convulsing in the chair. I swear to God, I'm going to find that dentist. I'm going to ruin her. I don't remember her name, but I will ruin her one day because Listen, she horrible. fucked me. It's, you, like, dentist, she's serious. If, you, if, if you're the Airbnb of dentists, she's never going to forget it. She's never, never no. going to forget. Lacey's nope. Axe to Grind with Airbnb is epic. I had a very fucking terrible Airbnb situation as well. And they, like, six months later tried to apologize to me. and They were trying to give me... $6,000 back, but it was too late. I just, I wrote back to Airbnb. I don't even want the money anymore. Too what? little, too late. Yeah, it was. What is wrong with you? I know. Yeah. I, I know. I was being, I was a little drunk and I eventually accepted being, the money. What? I know. This ain't your ex-boyfriend where you got to be proud and be like, no, you can keep my hairbrush and my, and my bonnet. You take was, the money. Airbnb wronged me, Lacey. And I, when I heard did you Did you get about the money once, back? I did. I did okay. get the money back. But God damn it. Yeah, no, Airbnb is a scam. And I will say that on every podcast. If I next late night show I do, all that shit, like it's gonna be that and also fuck Airbnb. They're like, where'd that come from? Anyway, so the new movie I'm in, like, well, I'm gonna get it in every time. I hate them sons of bitches. I hate them so much. But to round out the London story, the reason I uh, was saying that was because to your point, Jillian, about like when you're a young woman and people just be lying to you in the medical industry. And also, I'm a black woman, so they already doing me hella dirty. Um, yeah. You know, plus size people, black folks, people of color, like you really have to look out. Doctors are not like healers. They are people. And a lot of times they will be scammers, too. So you really have to look mm-hmm. out. But I was going to a doctor because I had to have a polynidal cyst uh, taken out. And I had that, too. Yep. In London. And so my mom was like, see, this is why I wanted you to go to London because you're accident prone. And my two gay uncles are in London. So um, they're actually not my uncles. They're two white men who my mom has been friends with for so long that they're my uncles. Um, And I love them so much. Tony, John, love y'all. Tony Tony and John. (laughs) Last thing I heard before they put me on anesthesia was like, Amy Winehouse died today. So if you see her, run the other way. Uh, And that's literally the last thing I heard before I blacked out. Kid you not. And I had to go to a doctor to like pack they didn't tell me that when they took the shit out they was going I was going to have have it packed every yep. single day and cleaned yep. until it 
healed in itself because they can't sew it up because they don't, it has to the, heal from within. Yeah, because if the toxins are still there, then it'll just create another cyst. So you have to have yep. a hole in your body for a little while, which is crazy. And I remember going to this doctor every day in London and I, you know, not from there, don't know the slang, whatever. And I remember he'd be like, why do you always wear these skinny little knickers? And he was talking <laughs> about my thongs and I've worn thongs since I was, I, don't, I can't even remember years old because my mom was like, you don't need no full butt underwear, your booty just gonna chew it up anyway. So just get, get these Thongs. And I was like, okay. And that was back when thongs were cute. Degrassi, hike them up. Like, you know. Oh my girls, God, Degrassi, Manny. Let the girls know you wearing a thong, 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 thong. That's right. Manny, remember walking down the hallway? Yeah, Manny. She, she was slut She had shamed. a hold on us. She had a yeah. hold on us. I oh my God, like, that yes. locket that, that or that bracelet with the ice skates. Oh my God, mm-hmm. please. I was like, I put my thong straps above my shoulders. I wear it oh, yeah. like. Because <laughs> Manny almost? told me to. Yeah, Because totally. Manny told me to. She said, the girls need to know that there's a string up my booty. And so, <laughs> yep. He was. He said that, and I didn't think nothing of it. And then he also was like, I remember one time he was packing it, and it's like pilonidal means it's like near your butt. It's like a tailbone. Uh, yes. So yes, you gotta pull your pants. You gotta take your panties off. You gotta. It's kind of humiliating. You know, you look yes. like Winnie the Pooh in the doctor's office, and. He was like, one time, he was like, you know, you're so fit. And I was like, yeah, you know, I be running. I run a lot. I was like, yeah, you know, I try to work out. I'm thinking this is a doctor telling me I'm healthy. I didn't know in London fit meant like sexy. This yes. man is looking at my booty. No. Packing my little booty up, talking about, damn girl, you sexy. And I was like, hi, huh, thank you so much. Like, I try to work out. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That is crazy. Yeah. So when you're young or you're a minority or you're plus, like, they will be lying to you. They will be lying. So um, he says, like, or um, Susie, Champagne Mignonette says, you know, uh, <laughs> the, the cleaning stopped abruptly. They did four teeth on the top and was like, all right, I'm good. So knowing that she's not going to finish the cleaning, my teeth, like, in this appointment, I made an appointment to come back the next week. When I saw the bill, I saw that they charged me two full price cleanings. Like, hello, you did half the job and expect me to pay for the whole thing and come back twice as often? I'm pretty sure she was scamming at this point. What kind of hygienist would only do half of your teeth for an appointment and then ask you to come back for the other half, then charge you double the price for the job? I hope this had. Uh, I hope y'all had more of a backbone than me. Tell your hygienist no. I will have all my teeth cleaned in one appointment, please. Uh, yes, this. I feel like because of the pandemic, dentists got hit hard. Yes, and yeah. Because it's like an open mouth thing. People are like, I'm not going to open my mouth up to y'all and get yeah. aerosols all in my mouth and my throat totally. and whatnot. <laughs> I don't not- want your murder spray in my mouth get out of here right it's like you too it's like facials and like things that were like that like i i see that they probably were down bad yeah obviously this person was like because here's the thing it would be different because i did get half of my mouth cleaned and one tooth extracted and i had to go back for the other half to be deep cleaned and Same. then Me they're too. gonna extract Me other too. teeth because they're really not doing the whole we take out all of your wisdom teeth anymore at once because they push you down for a while and i have to work so i get that but if you numbed me top and bottom and then you just cleaned a little bit of the top, like that's a scam. Like, yeah, what? that yeah, is a I, real that is champagne's problems. Right. Come on. Someone <laughs> had to say it. Oh, good one. Someone had to do it. Sorry. I, I, is it? Because I feel like obviously this person is using insurance and normally even good insurance. They're going to give you like one cleaning every six months, like two x-rays yeah. a year. Like you have to pay out of pocket if you go every three months. It's good for your mouth, but yeah yeah every three months that sounds like a lot I, i've never heard that that has friends up who on do you. it i yeah. have friends who do it and, and and thing is is like it'll prevent you from getting cavities a lot like if you have a good routine and you go every three months it'll prevent like some bad shit from popping off in your mouth 
Yeah. And I bet if you keep it up and go every three months, the appointments aren't as long if you go every six yeah. months. Like it's more of an upkeep kind of situation. And I, I didn't think. go for like a year and a half, maybe two years. And when I went in, I tell you, they did the x-rays and like I have like a nice front facing smile, but there's shit going on in the back that it was like, yeah. honestly, <laughs> when they start, like my dentist did the x-ray or the, hyg- the hygienist did the x-rays. The dentist came in and he just started. And I only go to dentists in Beverly Hills because I need your rent to be high enough that you can't fuck me up and, oh. and that you're not you know what I mean I came in they yes. had Balenciaga pillows I said yes okay so y'all ain't gonna do me dirty cause y'all need y'all coins to pay this rent <laughs> so he was like sighing very heavily he's like <sighs> looking at my x-rays he was like okay. how, did, how did it get this bad and oh like oh my god to the point where I cried I cried <gasps> a little bit at the dentist office cause like when I tell you they shamed the fuck out of me like I felt like the dirtiest bitch and I was like I'm being no. It's all bullshit. It's all to scare you. It's like fear mongering to get you to go every three months. He was like a woman your age. Like you should have (gasps) a bone in your mouth right now. Like you're so young. Like what happened? Like he really went in on me. I feel like I was with a Yanla. I feel like I was with a Yanla fix my teeth. And he was literally like, you need to look at this photo of Harriet Tubman and explain why you're not flossing every day. Like it hurt me. Oh my God. God. Is this the part where we talk about a Yanla for 45 minutes? (laughs) No, we have to get back into this because people will kill me. Oh God. I love a Yanla Van Sant more than She's a scammer. Her Her skin therapy is so good. (laughs) Chef's kiss. I'll never forget when she had a black man who had like, he had like 15, 16 kids. And so she gave him a bunch of baby dolls to hold. And like all these different little black baby dolls, right? And she was like, do you see? Do you see how you cannot accurately father this many children and give them love and support? You can't even hold all these babies. And then the camera pans and there's one baby face down on the floor. And she was like, see that one? That was on the ground. I was like, what kind of therapy is this? Your Ayanla voice is really good. My husband does it too. Because remember when she scammed Oprah? Remember when Ayanla scammed Oprah? Because Oprah was trying to give her a show. Everybody scammed Oprah. I was going to say, Oprah's been scammed a lot. But like, she literally was like, she was like, yes, Oprah, I totally want to do a show with you while she was secretly making a deal with Barbara Walters at the same time. Oh my God. Ayanla. Oprah put on a lot of scammers. That's why I need to meet Oprah because I'm trying she to get really I'm trying does. to get my she scam on too. Because like Dr. Phil just be like, stop yeah. doing crack. And it's oh, like, and that's Dr. not Oz. healing. Yeah. And Dr. Oz is like not a medical doctor or whatever. No. Like, I, there's something about Dr. Oz where everyone's like, I don't even know if he's licensed. Right. But like if he wears scrubs, we're right. supposed to fall for that. I don't think exactly. so. Exactly. And it's also like, bro, we had a TV show. Why do you have on a white coat? Are you about to do medicine to somebody? <laughs> right. <laughs> at, any medicine? Moment, at any moment, you're going to do some medicine to somebody? I don't understand why you're wearing a white coat. We on TV. We on the yeah, soundstage. <laughs> a scammer. A scammer. So, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be back with my favorite segment, Historic Hoodwinks. Scams! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. 
And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. The weather is getting warmer, y'all. Skies out, thighs out. Yes, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. If you've been waiting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince, y'all, it's for you. You can build a lineup of timeless pieces that you can keep looking effortlessly chic year after year. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Oh no, I haven't even looked at the jewelry yet. Now I'm about to be over there buying jewelry. I'm telling y'all, Quince, when you start going over there, the luxury the vibe when I wash things, they come out of the washer and the dryer looking exactly like the, how they came in. The quality is so good and the price is completely unbelievable. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. And we are back. It's time for my favorite segment of the show, Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I'm going to regale Jillian Patrick with a famous con caper group of criminals, single miscreant. We don't know yet. Maybe we love them. Maybe we hate them. I have a feeling we ain't going to like this person. So (laughs) today we're talking about Sean Kirkham. So he was a quintessential lifelong scam artist. I love that. A serial entrepreneur known as a life ruiner. (laughs) Damn. Okay. I love that his mugshot, he's giving Instagram. Like, Is that real? He's six six and kind of hot. What's happening? Okay. Shut up! No, he's not. He's like looking up, trying to be all cute. No, I hate he him. He is hot. He's six six. When you are yeah. over six feet, you're automatically a little bit cute. <laughs> it don't matter what you look like. Lacey, you know what, what I always like. say? Ugly from within. That's it. He's ugly yeah. from within. And I mean, he's not fine, fine, because they'll drag me. Because sometimes I'll say somebody cute, and they're like, "They wasn't cute." And then other times, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, I see it. I see it. I see that. <laughs> um, but he's like medium ugly and he's tall. Yeah. So that's like going to definitely take him over the top. Six, so, six, my Lord. Right. A tree. Climb him like a tree. So yeah. <laughs> he's known as a life ruiner, which I love that. I've met some life ruiners like who I remember this one girl in college, like she was a life ruiner. Everybody who became <gasps> friends with her ended up down bad. Like one of her oh, friends, and she was like a hot girl. One of her, the girls who didn't realize because we was like, stay away from that bitch. She's a life ruiner. <laughs> she done ended up so deep with her that somehow she and got beat up by half the girls' basketball team in a McDonald's. <gasps> <laughs> what? And I'm Wait, sorry. what college? What college did you University go to? University of Pittsburgh. 
Oh my kid. god! Where's I'm the like, life ruiner now? Did she peak when she was ruining everyone's lives? I don't and now know. She's... she was real fine. She probably still out here ruining people's lives, and good Damn for her. It. You know, just moving to the next <laughs> life to ruin. I hate that so many people are getting stomped down in a McDonald's, though. You know, like I mean, ba da ba ba ba, beat down. No, that's not. I don't. I hate that for them. I hate that for them. That's not cool. No. So he would take advantage of anyone around him. He became most known for scandals surrounding a memorial stone project commemorating missing and murdered women in British Columbia. However, the scam is only the final chapter of the story that stretches back further. So his early life. So Kirkham spent much of his early life with his mother in Hay River, Canada before moving to Montreal with an adopted family. At 16, he ran away from home when his surrogate parents found out that he was gay. (gasps) He's gay? Yeah. He's oh, gay. God damn it. I like to say G-I-G-H. Gay. He's gay. Gay. And um, <laughs> he moved to New York City. Great place to yeah. go when you're gay. In 1990, yeah. where he lived Can on the streets. Confirm. After several months, Kirkham found a job as a busboy at Club USA owned by New York life, nightlife king Peter Gation. Ooh. Uh, yes. Shortly after Kirkham's arrival, he and a bouncer robbed a drug dealer by pretending to be security and taking everything that he had. Is this Peter Kirkham? That's Peter Gation. That's Peter Gation. Peter yeah, Gation. The... And he got an eye patch? Now, is that yeah. for irony or he really need that <laughs> no, for his eyeball? No, that's it's real. real. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember. Remember the Limelight movie with Macaulay Culkin? and Party Monster. Played... Yes. And Money. Who's Party Monster? Same. Glamour. He's... Dylan, Dylan McDermott played Peter Gation. Peter Gation. Yeah. We need a yeah. new Party Monster because I've heard that story is... Oh my God, Chloe Savigny's in it. I mean, not the real story. I mean, she probably was. She was a club kid back in the day, but she's also in the movie. Mm. Yeah, Michael, uh, uh, is it Michael Alec? Michael Alec. Michael Alec is dead now. He got out of prison and then he died. And I like knew people who knew him. And he would, they were like, he's not really any fun to be around anymore. And then he died. Damn. He's also a murderer, by the way. Yes. Yeah, he had to be Yeah. So, you know, not the greatest dude. Yeah. Shortly after Kirkham's arrival, he and the bouncer, they robbed somebody, right? And they were like, we're bouncers. And he's tall, right? So, like, if you're giving tall, you're giving bouncer. Like, totally robbed a drug dealer. And the bouncer kept all the coke and Kirkham kept the money. A symbiotic relationship that would go on to help sustain Kirkham's life in New York City. I love that he was like, you keep the blow and I keep the money. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's a mutually beneficial Right. Transaction. Also, just like robbing a drug dealer is just not a smart way. It's just not a smart thing to do. No, it's not. But also, like, if you're the drug dealer, you're at the lowest level of drugs. So the drug dealer got to take that L. It's not like they robbed the kingpin. (laughs) Totally. So he was eventually fired, but not before meeting Michael Alig or Alig, excuse me, and Peter Gation himself. Kirkham's firing prompted him to move to Miami, where he was then hired by the FBI for his his ability to worm his way into nightlife clubs, parties, a.k.a. magnets for high-level criminals. One biographer, Frank Owen, described Kirkham as the guy lied constantly about everything. I mean, literally everything. I like Sean because he was really charming, but you know, he was not a good person. He just did really bad things to people. So I love that you're like, he was a bad guy. He lied about everything. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like every little thing. It's like, <laughs> like, what else is he lying about? He's like, hey, y'all, uh, I can't make it to work because the sky is purple. Like, what is he lying right. about that it's just like... <laughs> I also love that he found, like, he's a bad gay and he found all the other bad gays. Like, yeah, they all like, found each other. <laughs> 
They could smell their own, I guess. It's ridiculous. Find your tribe. Find your tribe. <laughs> they go down to like tunnel and limelight. Cool story. Oh, There's a lot of shitty people in the world. You just got to find true. your person. They say there's somebody for everybody. So if you ask, there's probably somebody else out there who's ass too. And y'all get together, be ass together. <laughs> yeah. uh, love that for y'all. So one night while partying in Miami, Kirkham stole Madonna's home phone number <gasps> from a director's oh. address book at the club. Oh Not my the God. Club. Yeah. <laughs> so- and did he call her? He showed it off and then sold the entire book to promoters who used it to call celebrities like Bianca Jagger and Liam Neeson and invite them to their parties. Like I'm Liam sure. Neeson is showing up to your party. He might. Remember when he said he was out here looking to beat up any black man because his friend yes. got raped by a black man? He's probably like, oh, yes. a black man there. Oh I have a very God. special skill set of skills. <laughs> yeah. Let me go to this nightclub, see if this black man there. It's like, also what? just like... Liam Neeson, you made it so far. Just stay quiet and you could have yeah. like Leo. rode off into the sunset as like one of the greats and you just had to fucking blow it in the end, girl. We loved when you was neck chopping ass. We loved when you was neck chopping everybody. You didn't totally. have to volunteer this information. Nobody found it no. out. Nobody knew. Yeah. You didn't have to tell us. That's like Sean Connery, that famous Barbara oh. Walters interview where she's like, do you uh, still believe what you said about how sometimes it's okay to hit a woman? And he's like, oh yeah, no, no, no. It's like, all, like for sure sure always okay to always to hit a woman and it's like Sean oh my god yeah you could have backtracked and said no Barbara I've learned my lesson that was a horrible thing for me to say (laughs) who's who's bringing their philo facts to the club I wonder I know why is this like address book this valuable valuable address book just like strewn about Right, also, it's, if, it's the '90s though. He didn't know if he was gonna have to be at a payphone and be like, "Hey, Madonna, <laughs> shoot, hey, Madge." Yeah. Uh, if if I'm like 19, early 1990s Liam Neeson, and I'm just now finding out that I was in the same address book as Madonna, that's a good day for early 90s Liam Neeson. Yeah, because he yeah. wasn't neck chopping at no. that point, so you know, it's kind of nice. So the takedown of the limelight. So in 1995, Kirkham returned to New York City and offered his services to the DEA. I love that the government was like, this is our dude. Like, we love him. <laughs> this is before Twitter. The FBI got Twitter now, so they just be getting all the, they'd be like, confess. Oh, they tweeted. Okay, let's go to their house. But this is before Twitter, so he was just like, all right, we, we just got Kirkham. He gonna go in there. He also does crime, but we gonna let that slide, because, you know. Because he's the tallest gay around. We need him. The yeah. tallest we Okay, we need him. So the DA immediately hopped on the opportunity and employed him taking down the city's most popular clubs at the time, Peter Gation's Limelight Club, where Andy Warhol and other 90s celebrities used to party. So this club looks like a church. Yes. That was the whole vibe. Yeah. It's a gym now? It's a gym now. It was it was like a shopping center. No, it was I've been here. It was a clothing store or something at one point. I've been to the clothing store. Yeah, Limelight is pretty badass, actually. Like, when it was a nightclub and you went into the nightclub and it was a church, like, that, it was pretty amazing. It was a pretty amazing spot. Right. It's giving... Like, look, you can drop it low for Jesus, you know? I talked about that on another episode, so I'm not mad at it. So due to the high-profile nature of the Limelight and the subsequent drugs flowing through it, Gation was the perfect scapegoat for Mayor Rudy Giuliani's tough-on-crime campaign, which I love that Rudy Giuliani was tough-on-crime, also doing crime. His daughter was shoplifting. Oh, my God. You know, he's oh, like, yeah. I know crime because I do it. Wait, did I say that part? <laughs> Wait. Um, take that out. We yeah. live? Oh, I can't? Okay. Um, exactly. 
Giuliani, man, what a Giuliani piece really of fucked shit. up his shit because he yeah. was like uh, popping. Uh, People loved him, and then he America's just, mayor after 9 11. Uh, are you kidding me? I know. How you gonna fuck that up? How you got a whole <laughs> like a never forget tragedy, and now totally. you, yes. now you at the fucking press conferences out outside the lawn care center with, with oh goddamn my God. I know. hair dye Four sweating down your face. Landscaping, total oh, landscaping, fucking total garbage landscaping. through and through. And I, love, I love that Four Seasons total landscaping had to have known that they meant the. Four seasons and was like, no, yeah, you can book us. I loved that. Like, so many people were in on that to just make them look so stupid. It was great. That story was, it just kept on giving that story. He was leaking hair dye. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It it was like just the one year anniversary of Four Seasons Total Landscaping. It was all over my timeline again because everyone was like, this was, this was only a year ago. Yesterday and also 50 years ago. So Kirkham was one of three main informants working for the DA. This, they supplied evidence of limelight shady dealings. Uh, Michael Algy was the one of the others before he was arrested for the murder of Angel Melendez. So he was helping yes. the DEA. And then they were like, wait a minute. Hey, it's yeah. a, guys, the E and he, A. Michael Algy like, murdered Angel and then chopped him up and put him in a box in his living room yeah. where it stayed for days on end before he took it in a taxi and threw the box into the Hudson River with the help of the taxi driver. It's the a taxi- horrible, horrible it's story. Horrible. It is yeah. really bad. He yeah. a murderer, murderer. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. They were literally in Michael Alex's living room with their feet on the box being like, has anyone seen Angel? It's awful. Like uh, doing drugs. And everyone yeah. was so fucked up that was coming in and out of it that they were like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Like he would just be like, oh, yeah, I killed him and chopped him up. And everyone's like, oh, Michael, pass the blow. <laughs> You're hilarious. Like another yeah. pill. Yeah, amazing. Right. Like, why are you hanging? I'm not hanging out with no murderers. It's, it's, it's right. Lacey, it's, an, it's a right. banana story. It's like, unbelievable. Like, how do I know I'm not going to be next? I'm not hanging exactly. out with no <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't understand. So instead of waiting to be arrested for his own illicit dealings, of which the DA handlers were aware, Kirkham began an escape plan. He started recording meetings with his handlers and then contracted Gation's legal <gasps> team to offer to sell them confidential details of the case to make some money before he fled the country with his Canadian passport. However, the double-crosser was double-crossed when Gation's legal team, knowing that Kirkham's plan was entirely illegal, contacted the prosecution and set up a sting. So they were like, we're going to cross you because actually we need to... We, the charges are bad on our side, so we... <laughs> <laughs> we down bad. We actually, so we gonna tell the DEA on you because we did. We got murders that we got to deal oh with. Oh my god! Oh my god! So Kirkham immediately made his claims that he was a sex worker, and one of the prosecutors had a sexual relationship with him, which earned him a charge of lying to the federal agent. So now he was like, "All right, well, wait, wait, wait. This needs to be a mistrial because I, I, I've been boning, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Agent, uh, Agent Forbes. I've been boning him, so." <laughs> This all null and void. <laughs> like, this what? Unbel- I can't believe I don't know this story. He was found guilty, fled to Vancouver, rearrested, and sentenced to 57 months in prison. Ironically, he was the only person involved in the Limelight case to be convicted and serve any time. During a later interview in a documentary about the history of Limelight, Kirkham bizarrely said, if you go back to the times of the 1940s when the Nazis were on trial in Nuremberg, they said they were doing a job. That's how I felt. I was doing a job and getting paid for it. Now, how did you think... What? <laughs> never, never you compare yourself, yourself to the plight of the Nazi. I mean, yeah. never. And you thought people were going to be sympathetic to that? They'd be like, right? oh, like damn, <laughs> you know, God. everybody at Auschwitz was really just like trying to get a right. check. Like you acting like right. Auschwitz is Amazon. Like, no. Right. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Uh, this is the, 
I cannot believe we've never covered this. I, I how do we not know this story? Or that it was so glossed over in the 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 Party Monster documentary that we yeah. covered because all of the pl- the other major players in the story are in that documentary. They probably didn't Speaking have of, enough time. Look at this. I'm wearing a t-shirt that says "Where's my club?" Wow, love that. Yeah. A theme. <laughs> so Kirkham's next chapter began when he met Israeli porn star Dora, or sorry, Doro. Doro, there we go. Doro Barack, as in like Barack Obama. Okay, cool. Um, also <laughs> known as the Roman Ragazzi. Kirkham found Barack's contact information online and tried to hire him to model for his made-up company, The World's My Playground, LLC, a boutique diamond, I'm doing air quotes, a boutique diamond brokerage firm that also specializes in special events. Subtle. Real subtle with your bullshit there. So Kirkham said that he was Shawn Michael Kirkham, the son of Baron Graham Kirkham, founder of the multi-million dollar furniture empire. The two continued to exchange emails wherein Kirkham discovered that Barack also had a career as an aide in the United Nations Israeli consulate. Barack, oh, that's, he was a model and he was in the consulate? Okay. Right. They just let anybody do anything in the 90s, huh? I was going to say that he only got away with this because it was before the internet, but I guess if they're emailing, I guess not. Yeah. Right, but they're emailing like Sarah Jessica Parker is Sex in the City. You know what totally, I mean? Like, email totally, was yeah. fresh. Yeah, <laughs> it was real new. That was when AOL was popping. Now AOL it was, was a scammy email address. You do that when you sign up for porn. Like you don't yeah, just use yeah, AOL. Exactly. If but anybody emails like, from AOL, I know it's crime. <laughs> this was like before people knew that you were supposed to like spend time on the internet doing a personal background check on anybody you ever met. Exactly. Right. So. Barack's agents found out about the exchange and upon the most basic of searches about Kirkham, barred further contact. So they did a, you know, a little Google or whatever and they were like, wait yeah. a minute, this man is fraudulent. But it was too late. Kirkham had publicly outed Barack's porn career in an anonymous page six expose leading to Barack's firing from the consulate. That's fucked up. Yeah, lighten up, yeah. consulate. It's just a little porn. Come on. Like you're not all invested in your your next porn extravaganza <laughs> like they're all watching like please i the know sex work is work so like exactly yeah, obviously but, the consulate wasn't giving up enough coins so right what y'all seriously so Kirkham then continued to harass Barack and his agent, even commenting on the Page Six article over a year after its publishing. Colin, you're dumb as fuck. Come and get me. Waste <laughs> your hoe bills made from the Romans' ass and fly to Budapest if that's where you think I am. I can't oh wait to meet you in person. You'll never leave the room alive. What? Whoa. That- oh, my God. So you're and just who- going to put murder threats, like, online? You're just going to be like... Yeah, paper trail? Who did he write that to? To uh, Barack. Oh, my God. And so uh, Barack actually, this is sad, but he uh, killed himself a number of years later for unknown reasons. I probably mm-hmm. think of some reasons. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So in 2012, Kirkham launched, this is going to be a long one, guys. Kirkham launched <laughs> The Living Stones, a project that would have seen 62 stone plaques placed at the last known locations of murdered and missing women of British Columbia, many of whom were indigenous. He used the funds from the nonprofit that he created called the Canadian Foundation for Creative Development and Innovation. I love that vague ass name. I was I just going to say that what? Like that's the a- Canadian Foundation <laughs> for stuff and right, progress right. and f- also future. Right. And a um, <laughs> <laughs> totally not a scam, LLC. Humanity. Right. LLC. We're on the up and up, LLC. Give me a break. Legitimate funds. <laughs> Legitimate organization. 
Com. Love it. <laughs> so in 2013, only four plaques had been placed and many who were involved in the project said that they had not been paid for their work. The plaques themselves are only four by four inches big and embedded into the ground at their location, often unnoticed by the people passing over them. So they're small as hell. Oh, right. And this is oh. also ass. Wait, can we go back to that other plaque? This says Heather Bottomley, born August 17th, 1976. <gasps> Murdered. Oh, oh my god! What? Oh my god! What? We don't even know what she was murdered for. I know what we're supposed to be like commemorating. He was just like, she did. What? Oh my, oh my god. god! I mean, like we get it. Must you? It's like sometimes being a little vague goes a long yeah. way. Just say like in memoriam. You have oh to say murdered. <laughs> But we also, like, imagine you are one of the people who actually does see the plaque as you're walking over it. You feel like you're standing on the spot where that murder yes. took place. Yeah, yes. like, what murdered how? Murdered when? What are we supposed to be remembering? Like, right. whenever, uh, whenever you do this kind of thing, you know, like a Holocaust museum or something like that, the whole point is so that we pay homage and remembrance to these victims, but also so that we have a reminder that so it doesn't happen again. How are you yeah. just going to be like vague ass murdered? Mur- who murdered her? What? I, I was going to, yeah. And is it solved? Like, can we help? What do right. they need? Like, how do we, it makes me want to stop in my tracks and also like get to work. We but I no can't because there's no information. Did they catch who murdered her? Right. How? Why? How outraged do I have to be right now? I'd like to know how angry I need to be <laughs> on like a regular 1976. basis. like they killed her. Who is they? <laughs> what? And why is there a plaque about it on the sidewalk? You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's the most confusing. If you're just standing there and you look, there should at least be a QR code that you can hold your phone over it. And, like, it, it takes you to a page with more information. That tells right. you how angry to be. Yeah. Right. Like, who are we supposed to be mad at? Who are we right. supposed to remember? What tragedy should we avoid? Not just uh, murdered. Yeah. They killed her. What? Okay. <laughs> hey, why? <laughs> it leads to so many more questions. Instead of just giving us information, now we have 15 more questions. Right. This <laughs> is like, she did. Well, okay. Why do we need to know? What? Like, that's it's, horrible, but where does the anger go? I need a direction. Right. One of the missing women, Kara Louise Ellis, was murdered by Canadian serial killer Robert Pinkerton after her disappearance on January 21st, 1997. Kirkham like, promised her relative, Lori Ann Ellis, $500 to travel to the side of the plaque, which, of course, he never sent. Ellis <gasps> said, what I ended up you hear that gasp? That's horrible. Yes. I just gay gasped. gasped. Yeah. <gasps> well, we ended up in return. This is Ellie talking. Was being in debt. And he looked like a hero, which made me look like a liar. The city of Vancouver gave Kirkham's Foundation $7,000 as a grant to repair street murals as a part of the project. But the people who did that work have not been paid either. So he was hiring people to do the work, but then he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, are y'all done? Are y'all done? Oh, y'all finished so fast. Actually, we do not have the funds yet because, you know, mm-hmm. this is um a Canadian foundation for freedom and truth and yes. love. And um, <laughs> sometimes the checks come in a little slower. The, the Sean King of it all. My right. goodness. So the city of Vancouver, you know, they gave him all these coins. He's not paying people out. Despite only completing four plaques, Kirkham abruptly dissolved his foundation and ended the involvement with the project due to current events in his life. Another vague ass uh, statement. I'm going to start telling people when I can't go somewhere. Girl, it's current events in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I would be there and I know I I know I, I know it's your wedding, but due to current events in my current life, events in my life, I am unable to... A, Currently, have I'm you gotten on attend. Twitter? 
like it's just so many current events that are also in my life and <laughs> yeah. I can't come to your baby shower I yeah, know because currently the events that are transpiring if currently these events I, weren't current I would right. be there but, but the unfortunately, events, unfortunately it's current they it's currently yeah. happening there's many events that are eventing so I can't mm-hmm. come you know I'm so sorry yeah. so in reality the city implied that they couldn't trust Kirkham to finish the project Kirkham was accused and sued by the city of Vancouver on the basis of public scandal and contempt suffered and continuation of suffering grave damage to his career and reputation okay so he ultimately <laughs> pled to six charges related to the project and sentenced he was like sentenced to house arrest which I feel like Sentenced to house arrest? What? He's so tall. You can't put men like that in jail. He's too thick. <laughs> he can't go to jail. He's too tall. Jail Wait. is for short people and minorities. <laughs> is, like, is, is he like, currently under house arrest? Uh, well, you'll see. So Kirkham's okay. biggest desire was always to be famous. He spent his entire adulthood weaving elaborate lies about his accomplishments and status and victoriously attacked anyone who said otherwise. In 2016, at the age of 43, he was found dead in his apartment. Uh, the death oh. was not ruled as suspicious. So, you know. <laughs> so somebody, there's a definitive answer. Somebody knows what happened, but. Again, it's oh. like the plaques. Give me information. And like, not to be a dick about it, but I'm not sad. You know no, what I, mean? I feel nothing. He wasn't Fuck a this good guy. guy. Fuck no. like, this guy. What he did to these people, this memorial, these indigenous people, like, that's important. Like, the yes. reason that we commemorate those things is not for vanity. It's not to wave it in people's faces. It's so that it doesn't fucking happen again. Like, yeah. that's the whole point of history is we're supposed to look at shit and be like, didn't that shit just happen? Right. Especially I- the missing and murdered indigenous women. Like, this is a... An epidemic like that, that is like when people fuck with stuff like that, that really makes me crazy. Like when the scam is about people who have died or trying to help, like it just, it's too much. It's too much. My only thing is I hope somebody like picks this up, like his project with, with the plaques, but just does it better. Like it doesn't seem like this whole thing was very well thought out, you know? no. There's got to be a better way. I feel like I say it on every podcast I ever do. There's got to be a better way. I feel like he went to Home Depot. The plaques aren't that big. He was like, y'all would burn it here, right? Um, Right. What'd you say? Four inches by four inches? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, y'all put some laminate on it, though, because it's going to go in the ground. Y'all spring for the laminate. (laughs) No, I only want four. I'm supposed to do 16, but four is enough. Um, Like, what? But my grant grant check still hasn't cleared, so I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, no, y'all make them though, and then I'm gonna come in and approve them. Totally. I'm gonna need to hold all of them at one time. Yeah, and then and I'm gonna approve them. Oh my god, what a piece of shit this guy! Piece of shit, awful, awful guy, bad dude. We do not fuck with this guy, guys. It's gonna take us to the saddest part of the show, scammer of a week. We'll be right back after some non-scam advertisements. Robbery. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. One, two, three. Four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. And fraud! 
And we are back, and it's time for the saddest part of the show, where I have to let Jillian and Patrick go, but not before. Oh. Oh. We do Scammer of the Week. This is uh, where we highlight an honorary charlatan, either we love him or we hate him. We don't know yet. Um, we make no promises. Uh, today we're talking about Davion Sanford. He's 22 and currently on the run after allegedly committing fraud to bond his boyfriend, Devontae Jones, 26, out of jail. Okay, this is real love. That's ride or die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, is this, is this like a very special gay scam episode or is this all random? It's, I mean, shout out to Kayla. Maybe she gave us a through line here. Yes. But I love gay crime. I totally. Also, those gays were super hot, both of them. Yes. And come on, true. Like he said, ride or die. We riding and we dying. Love this. Yeah. <laughs> so Sandler became romantically involved with Jones, a convicted felon, while they were housed in the same jail unit. Love that for y'all. Can we do a movie yes. about this? Like The Notebook, yeah. but it's yes. like the books. <laughs> Which one, like was money on the, the, <laughs> which one of them was putting up the it's a witch hunt posters in prison? That's what I want to know. It's the real hero of the story. So he bonded out of jail months before he illegally used the identity and personal information of two other people to secure $80,000 bond for Jones's release. That's love, love. He said, I got to get yeah. my boo out. I got to spring yeah. back. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I this love is like dog day afternoon. Yes, it is. But I, I also love that they like met like for realsies, like gay love in prison. I support that. Love this for them. They were out on the yard and they connected yeah. eyes, <laughs> pumping iron in the sun. This is sexy. Yeah, this is spicy. Is. My God. <laughs> I'm into this. They share ramen. They share yeah. ramen Aww. together. They make some toilet hooch and they, they, say, they cling yeah. to their love. Mm. Yeah. But you know, like, crack open a bottle of toilet wine. Mm. Yeah. But my thing is, like, this is, like, they, they're reaping the benefits the same way, like, when I was young and not out and I could have, like, boys I was into sleep over. And my Ooh. mom just thought they were my friends. You know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> well, get they the were new... also your friends, but you they were, were also my friends. Yeah. But I'm like, this is great. They get to, like, find each other in prison because they're both dudes. Love this. So Sanford has been described by authorities as a repeat con artist, another serial entrepreneur. Love it. And was initially arrested and charged with running an employment scam. Oh, lovely. Earlier this year, he was also <laughs> accused of hacking a woman's social media accounts and then posting as her while asking her friends for cash. In December 2019, Sanford pled guilty to two felonies after being accused of using fake checks to pay for sex in his dorm room at Briarcliff University in Iowa. Oh, my oh. Lord. Now, Oof, what sex workers out here taking chicks? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sorry. He yeah. doesn't need to be charged for this. If you're a sex worker <laughs> and you taking chicks, you doing it all wrong. Chicks? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is oh right my- out of Catch Me If You Can. He scams her. He gets her to pay him because he gave her a bad check. Right. But or, also, like... like- if you're writing checks to your sex worker, you're also doing that wrong. Like, th- this is a cash business if ever there was one. For ev- right. On both sides. On both sides. At you know least what I mean? cash app. Like, how you going? Totally. What you writing on the um the little byline of the, the little... Memo. The memo. The <laughs> memo. Like, for booty? Like, what? Yeah. Totally. What? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, keep it cash. Keep it a cash business, okay? I know. Come on. I can't believe it. Like, no, don't ever take a check. For sex work, because once the sex is done, hey, you can't get a refund on it. You can't be like, well, right. give me my booty back. Like, it's over. Like, yeah. 
I, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, but in this case, I don't even understand. Like, how do you even have the gall, the pure gumption, the unmitigated gall to go to court and be like, he scammed me. He gave like he gave me a check that bounced after he bounced that ass. What? Right. I love when I was younger, I was a grocery store, like a like a checker outer, like a, mm-hmm. a checker outer at the grocery clerk? store. Yeah. A clerk. Yeah. And when you got a check, you had to take somebody's license and like write down their license number on the top of the check. And I just imagine it's the same in this scenario where the sex worker's like, I can't accept your check. I will need to see your license so but I can then, write uh, it. So <laughs> and then what ID. happens? So then when like when the check bounces or it's not real, you're like, well, I'm so glad I have these eight numbers. Like, right. then what? <laughs> right. What do you do with it? You're not in the government. Like, how are you going to track them you down still, with this You still have number. to say the words. I accepted a check for this and here I am. Egg on my face. But like, what do you do with the license number? Who cares? Uh, Y'all, this is before OnlyFans and you know, know. like, but this is also like 2019. Like, this is like, Come on now, they don't got cash app. They gave you a check I, in the year of our Lord, right. 2019. That's like someone like right like today being like, I really, really wish we could FaceTime, but unfortunately I'm a catfish and can't. Like everyone, everyone's right. phone has a camera. Every, right. So in 2019, everyone has Venmo. Or guess what? You download it in the hotel room and, and make you put sure. in your card info. Right. And you yes. pay, I mean, get a square. Yeah. If you are in sex work, get a square. Yep. You Agreed. know? Totally. Then you can send them emails because Square be stealing your email address somehow from your card. And I'll be getting emails from coffee places like, oh, we got some new coffee. I'm like, how the fuck did you get my email? We don't go together. I got one green tea latte, bitch. Like, leave me alone. And now you get sex worker updates like, hey, guys, just got a fresh wax. We're doing 20% off through the holidays. Uh, So get in this booty quick, you know, like... I still feel bad. We just bought our daughter a new pair of sneakers and we were at like Foot Locker and they asked me for my email and I wasn't going to give it to them, but I felt bad about it. I was like, this is probably really fun. You probably like get a dollar for every email that you get. And I was, she's like, and the way that the expectation on the side of the vendor who's like, great. And what's the email? And you're like, oh, right, oh, right. you're almost are tricked into saying it out loud before you remember. Like, I can't. No, no. Because they try to make it seem like it's a requirement for the purchase. Yes, yes. Because totally. they know that's their scam. Because if they say like, hey, what's your email? We go send you emails every single day. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Lauren Lapis just tweeted about this. She was like, I love when I purchase one thing online and then I get an email every single day for the rest of my life. I was like, yes. I bought yeah. one end table, bitch. Like, we don't go together. Why are you emailing me every day? You know, I got one today and I tried to unsubscribe and it said I could not unsubscribe because this this is part of a transaction that I did. So, like, because it was, quote, that's the that's the workaround now. That's the, that's the new scam. Because it's related to a transaction that I, like, willingly walked into... Now they say that I can't unsubscribe. They are scamming so hard. That and I hate I the unsubscribe where like I go to the site, I hit unsubscribe, like, why are you leaving? Actually, do you want to just get one or two emails? We could dial it back. I, we <laughs> yes. could change. I will change for you, girl. Like, I know I was thirsty, but we could really just do one. So I'm like, you want to just know when we have sales? And then they'd be like, yeah. okay, well, if you want to leave, you got to type yeah. in your email and we're not going to do a confirmation. So if you do one misspelling, <laughs> bitch, we emailing you tomorrow. Or like, the what? one that says like, this will go into effect in three to five Five business days. What yeah. is taking so long? Just get me off the list. You know who the smartest one of all of us is, though? My husband, because he set up a, an account just for this. So oh, he yeah. He never has to give an email. They're like, what's the email? And he's like, it's junk mail for Steve at, and it's my favorite It's thing. amazing. I have one. It's my Yahoo email. I give everybody <laughs> totally. the Yahoo. I'm not going yeah. over to Yahoo so I can get yeah. robbed. 
Yeah. yeah. Ooh, they robbing over there. I'll give everybody that shit. <laughs> I'm like, you want me to sign up for your mailing list? Yeah, here's my Yahoo. And you know I'm never using that shit. Nobody use goddamn Yahoo. That's what I do. But they they be playing you because when you purchase something, you got to send it to your legit email so you can get I all know. the information. Yep. And they're like, true. we got you, bitch. We're yep. going to be selling to you for the rest of your fucking life, you raggedy slut. I hope, I hope you like updates, ho. Like, like, I don't want this. Leave me alone. Oh, God. You're going to buy something. We're going to get you one of these days. <laughs> or like, or if you go to a designer store, they'd be mailing shit to your house. Like, this is the new Dior catalog. Bitch, I didn't ask for this catalog. Right? Like, what? <laughs> or salespeople, they'd be like, oh, let's exchange numbers. And like, they'd be like, we're having a sale coming. I'm like, girl, I don't like, I learned that in um, a marketing, like, psychology class. Like, you should never have emails coming to your account from any company because what it tries to do is create demand. And if you're the type of person who opens it and is like, oh, okay, the jack is cute. Like now they've tripped, they tricked you because you should only buy things when you have the inclination to buy things. Don't let people sell shit to you ever. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 And they'll try to do it. They will try to do it. <laughs> Always. But guys, I don't know. I love this couple. This is Bonnie and Clyde. This is a, uh, oh, this is I a, know. And they're sexy. I'm going to say it again. Bill and Clyde, love it. Love this for y'all. Y'all on the run, get them ski masks. Make it sexy. Love this for y'all. On the run tour, Beyonce and Jay-Z could never. Love it. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, as always, we ask on this podcast, where would you two like to be found? Oh, so that we don't get scammed? Yes. Anything okay. you want to promote, anywhere you want people to find you and engage with you. Well, you can go to truecrimeobsessed.com. That's our website where you can, you know, get everything. But we're True Crime Obsessed Podcast on Instagram. We are True Crime Obsessed, no E-D, on Twitter. <laughs> um, I am Jillian with a G, but it's spelled out like that. So G-I-L-L-I-A-N-W-I-T-H-A-G on all the things. You thought that was going to be the make your life easier, but I feel like that's made your life harder. You know what? They're going to be in my DMs <laughs> no matter what. So... I'm just at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram. That's where I tell everyone to go. I mean, I'm at Patrick Hines on Twitter, but like Instagram is like my new fave. It's where I am all the time. I'm mostly on Twitter. I mean, I am on Instagram a lot. I'm lying. Um, yeah. Guys, as always, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms except for TikTok where I'm Lacey Mosley. If you, all episodes of Black Lace Sketch Season 2 are out now on HBO Max. All the episodes Woo. for the first season of iCarly are out on Paramount+. Plus. Get into the maps. Let them scam you. Um, as always, guys, <laughs> if you want to stitch on your friends and family, just make sure your bag is retired. Scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. The merch is up. Guys, I told you I'm going to switch up the merch. So if you want a daddy government shirt, if you want the scammer <laughs> like sweatsuit, if you want the picture with my face on it, like get it now because it's going to be gone. Um, get it for the holidays. Give scam gifts to your family. Um, you know, your scamily. <laughs> Congregation, stay scheming. Scam goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargvo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.